0: Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is Gumdrop Readers, the podcast where I read books to young kids. Today I'll be reading Giants Come in Different Sizes by Roger Bradfield. This book was requested to me by five-year-old Yaakov. Thank you so much for sending this in. I hope you guys enjoy the story. Okay, here we are on page one. Dingleburg. What a silly name for a kingdom. And Dingleburg was a silly little kingdom too. It was on a tiny island, so tiny it looked like somebody's shoe floating around in the ocean. In every direction was water, acres and acres of it, as far as you could see. If you were ever lucky enough to visit this island kingdom, the first thing you'd notice was it was such a sunny place. The sun shone every single day. It shone down on people and made them happy. It shone down on their hamburger gardens and made the hamburgers grow, which grew on trees and it shone down on the castle on the hill where the good King Burger lived with his daughter the princess. For as long as everyone could remember, he had ruled Dingleburg and it had been a bright, happy place. But alas, one day a dark, gloomy ship sailed over the horizon towards Dingleburg. On the deck of the ship was a dark, gloomy-looking wizard named Warts, and over the ship hung a dark, gloomy cloud that seemed to move right along with it. The ships and the wizard and the clouds were dark, dark, dark and gloomy. As the ship came nearer, the clouds that were sailing along over it gradually covered the sun and the light grew dim. A chill wind blew over the tiny kingdom of Dingleburg. The ship landed and Wizard Warts got off. He started climbing up the hill towards the castle. He trampled through hamburger gardens. He bumped into people without saying excuse me. He didn't even tip his hat to the ladies as he passed. You can see what kind of wizard he was, a mean one. When he got to the castle, he was stopped by a huge guard wearing a red uniform and a big bushy hat. Wizard Warts asked the guard to bend over so he could whisper something to him. But when the guard did, Wizard Warts gave his nose a hard twist and jammed his bushy hat down over his eyes. As the guard danced around howling in pain, holding his nose in both hands, the wizard rushed into the castle and threw its halls to the throne room. King Burger was sitting on his throne trying to eat a hamburger while getting a shave and a haircut from Seville, the traveling barber. Seville came to Dingleburg each month to cut the king's hair. The shave and cream had been getting on King Burger's hamburger, so he was not in a very good mood. Wizard warts did not even bow to the king before he spoke. King Burger, he said roughly. "'Today is your daughter's birthday. "'She she is now old enough to be married, "'and I I want her to be my wife!' "'Kaneberger was so astonished "'that he choked on his hamburger. "'He coughed and he sputtered, and he began, "'and behind the shaving lather, "'his face grew red as a beet. "'The wizard went right on talking, "'offering the king expensive gifts "'if he would agree to the marriage, "'and threatening to put a dark curse "'on the whole island if he did not.' He said he was in a hurry for a wife, as the ironing and the dishes where he lived had not been done for years and were piling up so that he could no longer get in the door. No wonder he was such a grouchy wizard. King Burger jumped to his feet and roared, Enough! Get out of my castle, off my island at once! He grabbed the barber's shaving brush and threw it at the wizard. He would have thrown the hamburger too, but he remembered his manners just in time. Kings do not throw food, even at rude wizards. Shaking his royal fists in the air, he shouted to the barber, Seville, if this wizard is not out of here in a wink, use your sword on him!' The young traveler, traveling barber was glad of a chance to serve the king, and besides, he wanted to marry the princess himself. He did not have a sword, but he started after wizard Warts with his barber's scissors." Wizard Warts was out of the castle in a wink, pausing just long enough to stomp on the toe of the poor guard at the entrance. Keeping well ahead of Seville's sharp scissors, he ran down the hill and was soon on his ship and out to sea. "'You'll be sorry!' the wizard shouted back at Seville. "'Of all of Dingleburg will be sorry!' With that, he pointed a long crooked finger at one of the dark clouds hanging over his ship. Then he chanted, Dark and weary, sad and neary, stay and make this silent dreary. The gloomy ship turned slowly around and sailed back into the direction from where it had come from. Although the wizard finally disappeared over the horizon, the darkness did not. The cloud stayed, blocking out the sun. It stared there all day, and the next, and the next, and the next. A month's passed, and as usual, Seville, the traveling barber, stopped at the island to cut the king's hair. He found Dingleburg a completely different place. It was no longer full of sunshine. The cloud was still hanging over the island, keeping it dark. He found the people worried. The hamburger crop without sunshine had begun to wither and die. A dying hamburger plant is a sad thing to see. Worst of all, the children were unable to play in the bright sunshine and grew unhappier with each passing day. Several of the barber learned that many ways had been tried to move the cloud. The old cannon standing by the gate of Dingleberg Castle had been pointed skyward and fired, but the cannonball had simply disappeared into the mark. Huge fires had been built, but the cloud was too high for the heat of the flames to reach it. Seville even saw people on the roofs throwing things at the cloud, things like shoes and bricks and hamburgers. But of course, this didn't do a bit of good either. When the barber reached the castle, he found the king slumped down on his throne, gazing sadly at a plate of withered hamburgers in his lap. Seville cut the king's hair in silence, trying to think of some way to help. About halfway through, he got an idea. King Burger, he said, as long as the cloud can't be moved, Perhaps the island can be. One of my customers on another island, a giant man named Mush, just might be able to do it. King Burger brightened. It's worth a try, he cried. How big is this giant? He is so big I have to trim his beard with head shears," replied Seville, and his muscles are like iron. Seville, said the king, I know you have always loved the princess and hope to marry her some day." If you can save the island, I'll not only agree to the wedding, but I'll make you Royal Barber of Dingleburg. That very afternoon, Seville climbed into his tiny boat and sailed off across the sea. When the people of Dingleburg saw his ship again a few days later, it was being pushed along the water by a giant so huge that when that the sea only came up to his waist. He was so big that the children of Dingleburg ran into their houses and hid under their beds. They had no reason to be afraid, however. Moosh the giant waved to the people and smiled. He boomed out in his loud voice that Savile was his friend and that he was there to help. He took a huge rope from over his shoulder and circled the island with it. He tied the ends of the rope around his waist and tried to pull the island out from under the gloom of the wizard's cloud. He pulled and he strained. His muscles bulged and his face turned pink and then red. But the island didn't budge, not even an inch. The princess tried to comfort Seville. You tried your best, she said. I'm proud of you, even if your plan did fail. Fail, cried the barber. I haven't failed yet. Mush's brother, Moore, is twice as big. So big, I have to use a scythe to cut his hair. And he has muscles like steel. We will get him to come and move the island. After resting a bit, the giant ate a snack of 482 hamburgers. Then, with several perched on his shoulder, he waddled off into the direction of which he had come from. They returned the next day with another giant who was indeed twice as big as Mush. He was so big that this time the woman as well as the children ran into their homes and hid under the beds. The barber directed Mush and Moore to get on opposite sides of the island this time, Moor pulled on the rope while his brother pushed. They pushed and pushed and strained and pulled. They grunted and groaned, but the island didn't budge, not even an inch. This time, the disappointment was too much for the princess. She broke into tears. Oh, what will become of Dinkleburg under this horrid dark cloud? Even Moor and more have failed. Failed? cried the barber they haven't sailed yet. Their cousin, their cousin most is as many times bigger than they are. So big I have to cut his hair with a horse drawn mower. Yes, cried Moore. Cousin Moss is much larger and stronger than we are. We didn't ask him before because he had the snivels and shouldn't get his feet wet, but he'll come if we really need him. The giants had short rest and ate a snack of 2044 hamburgers. Then they wadded back the way they had come with civil waving back at the princess from Moore's pocket the next day they were back followed by the largest giant ever the whole ocean barely covered his feet his head towered so high in the sky that only the people living near the top of this near top of Dingleburg Hill could see it this time even the men ran indoors and hid with their families but even under their beds they could hear the huge giant sniffling and snuffling. A giant with the sniffles is a terrifying thing to hear, especially one who had just had a long walk in a wet ocean. Several shouted up to Munch, "Ask him to move the island." Munch nodded and shouted up to Moore, "Ask him to move the island." Moore tilted his head way back to shout up to Mossy when it happened. Mossy started to sneeze. "Huh, huh." Huh? he went Ah, 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 huh a wind like a hundred hurricanes swept over the island it broke windows and it blew leaves off the trees it blew hamburgers off the hamburger bushes and the king's crown blew right off his head but something else happened at the same time something wonderful for the first time since the visit of wizard warts the sun shone down on dingleberg Warm, bright, happy sunshine poured over the whole island, where that powerful sneeze had blown the wizard's cloud out of sight. The people stuck their heads out of their broken windows in amazement. The king looked out the castle door and cheered. The princess saw the world suddenly brighten around her and cried out in delight. Dingleberg was saved! That night, a celebration was held. After a huge hamburger banquet, the king gave the largest medals he could find to Mush, Moor, and Most. He gave Seville the title of Royal Barber of Dingleburg and announced to the people that Seville and the princess would soon be wed. On the day the barber married the princess, the sun shone down on Dingleburg, brighter and happier than ever before. After the wedding, Moor supplied a fine wind for Seville's small boat as the bride and groom started off on their honeymoon across a calm blue sea. And as they sailed out of sight, the princess whispered softly to Seville, Aren't you glad that giants come in different sizes? The end. Well, that was Giants Come in Different Sizes by Roger Bradfield. I hope you guys enjoyed that story. Again, thank you so much to Yaakov for requesting this book. If you would like to choose the next book to be read on the Gumdrop Readers podcast, then you can send me an email, including your name, your age, and your book request. Ask an adult to help you send your email to gumdropreaders at gmail.com. Again, the podcast email is gumdropreaders at gmail.com. You can also check me out on Facebook at Gumdrop readers Podcast and on Instagram at gumdrop underscore readers. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode, and I'll see you next time.